I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back. This is another episode of Renovation Made Right. And he's clicking his pen. Oh, I was I did not click my pen. You've been yeah. clicking the whole freaking time. Are oh you kidding God. me? Every I'm time. You, I'm getting you like a big pen that you can't click. Right. I, I hope exactly. you're recording this because I want my, I want our listeners to know how abused I am as a <laughs> as a podcaster. I think it'll, right. we'll have to have a blooper right. reel at right. some point. All right, I won't <laughs> click the pen. Oh boy. All right, go ahead. So cranky. This one has a clicker too. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the intro going wrong. I'm terribly sorry to our listeners. We actually are trying to do this professionally. Really? But my wife has been giving me the hairy eyeball because I've been clicking the pen. And I, well, sorry. So, and apparently our microphones are good enough. They pick that up. They so. pick up everything. And then Meryl does the same thing. She gives me the hairy eyeball because she's got to go and try to edit it out. And it's yeah, just not it's annoying. Good. So all are right. we keeping this all in? Let's go. All right. Welcome back. This is another episode of Renovation Made Right. We are raw and uncensored here. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dave Bryan. I am Brenda Bryan. Hello there. And we're just having way too much fun. Okay. So uh, so my pen is no longer in my hand, so you will not hear the background. There will be clicking, not. Here, this is I what it sounds that. like. This is Dave. But that's not me. That's you. So um, so what, t- today we wanted to talk about uh, <laughs> the idea of of handyman work. And so, you know, obviously the, this program is geared toward, well, you know what? I am actually jumping ahead. I should say thank you, by the way, to our listeners. Um, we've been getting some yes. nice comments. Thank you very much. We've been getting some nice ratings. We greatly appreciate that. Um, and so if you're enjoying our show, we appreciate you uh, subscribing or following. We, uh, we really we do. We greatly do appreciate we it. We do. We're comments. shocked. And We're shocked at how many people listen. <laughs> Thousands. Thousands. And, and, uh, and the other side of that is too, if you, we love the questions. The questions are super, uh, super helpful and fun for us to, uh, to engage on. So if anybody has a question and you want to shoot us an email, uh, you'll see the, uh, you'll see the link um, in, uh, in our show notes. So uh, we greatly appreciate that. So anyway, uh, we thought today would be a good topic for handyman, handyman services, right? So our company happens to have a separate division that does handyman work. Uh, but there are a lot of companies that, that sort of, that's not their thing. In many companies you want to call for smaller projects in their, in their wheelhouse is full bathroom models or full right. kitchen models right. or additions. They're going to be like, really, you need help getting your, your deck repaired. We don't, we don't do yeah, that. Yeah. And, and that's, with, that's for good reason. It's a very different business. It is a very different business. Right? And so I think people that do small home repair or handyman type work um, are set up and structured and priced very differently from the average general mm-hmm. contractor. Mm-hmm. Right? And and by the way, as a listener, when if you're thinking, okay, you've got this list of things that have accumulated in the house uh, that are the kind of the to-dos you haven't gotten to, it's important for you to be mindful of the fact that it's a different kind of contractor that does that kind of work. Mm-hmm. 
right? And um, and so as you think about that, as you think about developing sort of your your to do list, there's everybody has stuff around the house that we haven't gotten to, or that's been bugging you, or you know, uh, you, right? You, something's something's broken, but not to a point where it's dangerous, but just unsightly. Right. 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 Exactly. And so you know, sometimes it's a function of the dollar value, and that that you know, a job becomes a handyman job based on it being small enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's a function of okay. Uh, it might be the kind of project that sort of falls between the cracks of your typical general contractor or a painter, as mm-hmm. an example. Right, right. Right. So, like maybe there's some carpentry, a small amount of carpentry that needs to be done before the painter can actually do their job. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Who, who does that? Right. And 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 so you know this handyman uh, concept is sort of a catch-all, and it it, it might ad- address some basic plumbing, it might address some basic electrical, uh, painting, carpentry, you know, uh, rot repair type things. There's, you know what they ought to bring back in high school? Do tell. Shop. Shop. I couldn't agree more. You know, like, like why that got dropped out of the curriculum, I have no idea. I love shop. Yeah, I know. Yep. And, <laughs> and that's why you do what you do. But honestly, it, you actually get some skills out of it that are useful for, you know, being a homeowner. I agree. Yeah, yeah that's an interesting. You should right. have adult shop. Class. And now here's the problem. Right? There's a backlash of it's the backlash of dropping shop is now. Uh, there's not enough people in the trades. Right. And because they don't get they, they don't get a chance. And then you have kids in school who hate school, but they have no alternative. Right. To right? work with their hands. Right. Yeah. And and, and then you have a whole generation or two of homeowners who don't have skills. Yeah. Now, which I appreciate because that keeps us in business. Yes, it does. But, <laughs> Thank you for the skillless out right. there. We really appreciate you. <laughs> um, and so. So anyway, you know, um, I think about the fact we have this uh, handyman uh, division within our company and it, it it serves a really good void that that before we did it. As a general contractor, we actually were not good at servicing people, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, it's hard to pull somebody who's running a job off of their job to just you know do do a small project for a past client, even though you want to take care of that client because they're a good client, they may do a project in the future, but it's not it's not helpful to the client you're working with right now, right? Right, right. To have exactly. somebody pulled off their job, right? And and so now, how do you go about finding a handyman? So let's let's I guess start there. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of different handyman companies that, and by the way, I think you want to be specific about pursuing someone who calls themselves, you know, handyman or home services or whatever the name, but that that's their thing. Mm-hmm. They've made a choice to say this is the kind of business I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm good at. Um, and most handymen are generalists. Yeah, right? jack of all trades. Right. Yeah. And so I used to follow that up by saying jack of all trades, master, master of none, none but, which is really, yeah, right. but that's derogatory. Not, it's right, not true. That, and, it, and it can, you know, and it, it often is not true, but it does take a pretty special technician who has been able to acquire some skills and knowledge in a lot of different parts of the trades, mm-hmm. right? Um, because there's often overlap and, uh, and you know, you want someone who's going to get that, all the various parts of the job done properly. Yeah. And you also have to be a little bit of a MacGyver personality, right? Yes. Like, you know, like I can fix that. Right. And, and really be able to do it. Right. And uh, and often you're dealing with stuff that, you know, maybe, maybe has been broken and and having to not just like rot repair, which is, you know, that's not that that's not that, you know, much of a rocket science thing to deal with. But mm-hmm. but sometimes you are having to say, all right, how can I repurpose this? How can I how can I help? Maybe I've got a homeowner who doesn't want to spend much money and just wants to get something back in service. Mm-hmm. And then the MacGyver thing kind of comes out to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So first and foremost, you're looking for a company that specializes. And there are companies nationwide that are sort of franchisees or dealerships um, that that do this. And they have their own structure and their own process, and their own system. And that's good. I like 
I, I very much like being process driven. So working with a company who's not figuring this out for the first time mm-hmm. is a really important thing. But I think you're going to find in the marketplace, there's sort of two distinct ways that handymen work. One group of people, one group of handymen will work straight by the hour, period. Mm-hmm. Right? And they will charge you actually an additional percentage on top of the material cost. Let's call it 30%. So let's say you call somebody in to do a basic repair. Let's say it's a, it's a couple of repair things around the house, maybe some plumbing, maybe a broken screen or whatever. So they may come out to the house and assess the project. Then they may have to go to the supply yard at the supply house to pick up the materials. They're gonna you're gonna get charged for the time that they're All assessing that whole time yeah, assessing whole time. going the shopping, to the lumber the yard deal. coming back. Yeah, right? and then you're probably gonna get charged for a percentage. Let's say thirty percent on top of what they spent, mm-hmm. and you're gonna continue to get charged by the hour, right? And most handyman companies are going to have a minimum hour hourly charge, mm-hmm. right? Usually like four. Yeah, like, like at least right. four hours, right? right. Because unfortunately, it's difficult from the time they leave the shop to the time they're getting paid by the company from the time they leave the shop to the time to the job site, assessing the job, figuring it out. So, and, and, and it becomes very inefficient to, so if you have a very small, easy to do job, you might resent having to pay for four hours of time. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame you. So look around the house. Right. You know, you're if you have off. if you have six things to do, you're much better off getting all six things done than, exactly. as opposed to just having them come in to do one thing. So, you know, right. if you're going to call somebody out and you know you're going to have to pay that minimum, then you're better off paying for six hours and get everything done than pay right. for four hours and only get one. Yeah, thing get done. a day out of it and and think through the process and think right. through, you know, and typically whoever's taking the, the the call on the other end of the phone can can give you some guidance and suggestion along those lines and say, okay, yep. because in and. It's often the case, too, that we find when we go into people's homes, there are some things that are dysfunctional, that they have been dysfunctional for so long. They don't even notice them Now anymore. it's background noise. Right, yeah. Right? They don't even, so if if we're on a job and we're doing some work for a that client. That lazy and, Susan that hasn't been working for years. Absolutely. Just, right, yeah. Right? We're doing a job for a client and the Susan doesn't work or whatever. Uh, and, and we finish and they really have, you know, they kind of committed to four hours. They really have an hour and a half left. I can almost guarantee you that our technician could find three doors in the house that aren't working right. Mm-hmm. right? That are rubbing. Or, right. And right. in that remaining time, they could get those three doors to function properly again. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a skilled, you know, a skilled technician can, can make that happen. And, you know, uh, but you probably just actually have accepted it for being that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so bundling your work, trying to get, uh, you know, a number of things accomplished for one trip, um, I think is, is a super efficient way to go. Making sure that you're focusing on somebody who is, is, that's their market, right? It is they're not trying to be all things to all people, uh, and that they are set up and prepared to uh, to be able to do the work. And speak, speaking of which, set up and prepared is important, right? So uh, a good handyman technician is leaving the office with a truck that's well equipped for a variety of right. work, like has just about every tool, right? Every tool, and frankly, carries a bit of inventory right. of the normal stuff, like like the caulking and the you know the various pieces of hardware and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You know, a, a great example is like okay, baby proofing your home. If you're not a handy person and you're about to have a kid, you need to think you know by the time that kid becomes a toddler, you need baby proofing, right? right? And uh, but that's a specific material kind of thing. You know, you may want to walk through with a technician to find it. All right, let's here's what I'm thinking about, and then that the homeowner might go buy those. Parts parts for a technician to come back and later install. So that that's something we've done before for people as well. And, and, uh, and is, is important, easy to do, but requires a little bit of back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. So where does it, you know, we often find sort of in our handyman world, there's some things that we don't do. 
right? And I think most handmade don't. We our, At our handmade division, we don't do design work, mm-hmm. right? We don't do design work and we don't do, we don't do a lot of selections work. We say, okay, listen, if we're going to put a new faucet in here, you let us know what faucet you want and we'll get you the faucet. Mm-hmm. If we're going to put a new, a new knob on the door, you let us know. And here are some options that we work with all the time and we'll take care of that. But we're not, we're not geared up and no, most handyman companies are not geared up to do a lot of handholding and work with clients through the process like a design built company is. Right. Right. Like, like somebody who's going to spend a lot of time and energy redesigning their bathroom. That's not what, what, you know, what, uh, uh, handyman division is about. Correct. Right. So, um, so what are the kinds of things on the handyman side do you think like typical, you know, uh, people are struggling with or concerned about when they want to engage somebody? Well, so you mentioned one, like some handyman companies just work on an hourly rate. Oh, I'm sorry. What is the, yeah. what is the typically that hourly rate? And I know uh, it ranges obviously all over the place, depending on who you're yeah. getting. Well, so first I'll answer that question, but then I didn't finish that thought. The other side of it was other handyman companies will work on flat pricing, fixed mm-hmm. pricing, right? So they're going to come out, assess your project and then give you a fixed, fi- a fixed firm proposal for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bigger fan of that, frankly. I, I you know, I, it, it's always a little bit disconcerting uh, for it to be sort of an open checkbook and not sure about what it's going to cost and right. or not sure how many hours. Especially it's going if to take. you don't have a relationship with this person. Right. You know? If you like don't have a degree you of don't trust. Know, like, right. Exactly. Do right. I trust this person to actually do what they say they're going to do and do it in the most efficient manner? Right. But I, and I, you know, I do know companies, however, they just simply, the, the only way they work mm-hmm. is by the hour. And that's fine. As long as everyone knows what they're getting into when they, when they start. Right. So the answer is, you know, geez, I, I entry, the entry number to handyman work is probably $85 an hour. 150 also doesn't surprise me. So anywhere from 85 to mm-hmm. 150 to have a uh, a technician roll up to your house in a truck ready to do work mm-hmm. and make repairs and so forth. That's all, you know, that's all sort of in the normal realm of what to expect. And then you're going to pay a, a percentage on top of whatever materials they purchase to do your work, mm-hmm. right? That's pretty typical, pretty straightforward stuff. Um, and, and so when you can, and when you can do a good job at being clear, uh, with with uh, a technician or with a with a home a handyman company, when you can be clear about what you want, I'd encourage you to see uh, seek out a fixed price. Mm-hmm. Right, the areas where I think it's actually fine to not worry about this fixed price are areas where the amount of labor is truly unpredictable. Right, so wh- what's an example of rot unpredictable? Repair. Rot repair. Perfect example, right? right? Rot repair is unpredictable. Right. And so, you take off that first board, you really don't know how far back that rot goes. Right. So. And if you're not comfortable with the idea of letting someone charge you by the hour, then you're forcing them into giving you such a high price to cover themselves right. that you might overpay, right? Because they're not going to want to do the job for free. Right. And so if they think they can knock it out in eight hours, they're going to charge you 12, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't want that. Because in the event that rot – and rot repair is one of those fussy things that – very often what you see at the initial uh, assessment is only the big, the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. and, and rot repair can kind of can spread beyond where you think it is originally. Right. right? Um, and that's, uh, that's, and there's also most good uh, home improvement companies that the technicians are also sort of good investigators mm-hmm. because there's often sort of fo- following the trail, whether that's like, Oh, I got a stain on my ceiling. Well, the stain on your ceiling is typically coming from a leak of some variety but is it a recurring leak? Is the leak ongoing? Right. Or is the leak is because your kids done. were splashing water on the tub? Right. Right. Or and, and we so have there's a couple of those. Yeah. And so there's some figuring it out. You know that you gotta you gotta put your head together, put your head down, and kind of figure push through some of these things and try to figure out what could be causing it. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be frustrating for you because, like in that in that stain of the ceiling example, you may have to take a step backward to go forward. Maybe we're gonna have to make a hole in the ceiling to create mm-hmm. access to do the repair. 
then patch the ceiling and then repaint the ceiling to get that to go away. Right. Right. And, and so sometimes that can be a little frustrating, but that's the nature of the beast. And so, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's important to you to work with a specialist just to sort of recap, uh, important where you can to try to get fixed pricing. Um, if that's, if that service provider you, you uh, are working with is that's their model. Um, and then like we have said all along for just good, regular process of selection of contractors, do your uh, do your background checks. Do your reference checks. Mm-hmm. Look at the you know at their Google reviews. Look at any of the reviews. Right, I, I say any. I will tell you that I look at Yelp as I've probably said in the past mm-hmm. with a little bit of a jaded eye because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of negativity on Yelp. Yeah, there is. So well, it, yeah, because Yelp you can you can give a review of somebody that you haven't even used. You just didn't like their initial conversation. Well, which is actually call. true of Google too, unfortunately. Right. But yeah. but the point is, so basically read the reviews. You read, know, if they're if they're exactly. complaining about the website. Like exactly. take that with a grain of salt. If they're comp- complaining about the work that was actually done, then take that more right. seriously. If it was somebody they actually hired, right? right? Um, and so I encourage you to, as you're as you're looking at the service providers, do a little vetting. Do vetting pre-calling them, right? So find the companies, do a little bit of screening then. And then after you get the final company you want, do a little more vetting of mm-hmm. that final company, right? right? Um, and don't expect perfection, right? Home improvement companies are in lots of people's houses every day, right? There are always going to be personality mismatches with uh, when you're working with enough people over time. So look at the averages, look at reviews and say, okay, over the course of all this work they've done, there've been a few people that were disgruntled, but by and large, I get a lot of positive feedback here that I'm reading. And when something went wrong, they stepped up and took care of it. That's mm-hmm. all I really care about, right? Because right? right. they're going to be mistakes. You right. just want to work with the companies who take care of the mistakes. Right. One of the things I wanted to bring up is I know that the, some of the big box stores um, provide, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, quote unquote, handyman services or or installation services. So just what's your feeling on that? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, and, and not popular with the big box stores, but I will tell you that- Yeah, you're not popular with the big box stores. But, but uh, you can't be all things to all people. Right. right. You can't be a good retailer, I think, and uh, a really good provider of service, right? And I also believe that in order to provide service, by and large, you need to control uh, that service. And and in the big box stores case, almost everything they do is purely subcontractor driven mm. um, with uh, without the management oversight. And so most comp- most of the big box stores have now scaled back what they offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's a single line specialty thing. Yeah, because Home Expo was such a flop. It was. Didn't go well. No, it didn't go well. Didn't go well. And, I don't know uh, if, if anybody in the audience knows the, the, the history of Home Expo, but that was Home Depot's foray into doing design, install, build design, build work. And it was... An awesome concept and terribly executed, and they went under pretty quick. Right, right, yeah. and so you know, so I think uh, uh, if you are if you're picking a single line thing like a hot water heater, can they get a hot water heater taken in and uh, you know taken out and put in mm-hmm. fairly accurately? Or correct, I would say yes. That's mm-hmm. probably pretty clean. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other work in the marketplace that's not nearly as clean as that. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would encourage you um, don't. You know, I would encourage you to be thinking um, and look at the reviews again. Look at the reviews, right. and, and that'll sort of tell you what the what the story is there. So, anyway, right. that's our that's our little primer on handyman services. Exactly. We hope you've enjoyed it. We have. And, so. and because Dave didn't have his pen with him, clicking away, you didn't have to listen to that. So that was good. And so you've been listening to another edition of Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan, who picks on me incessantly, incessantly, and I am David Bryan. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.